0: Surprise, surprise, surprise. There are bugs with the bug fixes. How strong is this new Warriors team once Dagger actually gets here? We're going to discuss that and what is this new Weapon X team going to be used for? I'm discussing all of these topics and more with Philosopher on your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. And if you're ready for it, find that like button and let's go smash it! Pally Client What is up, Valley Maniacs? I am Valley Flying. Welcome back to the Valley Flying channel and your marvel strike Force weekly news update this week i am joined by my brother philosopher and we're talking all about the good and bad in marvel strike force there's bugs with the bug fixes we got new warriors to discuss we got weapon x to discuss and if this is your first time here guys hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell so you so so you know as soon as a new video is uploaded but without further ado brother philosopher it has been way too long how have you been my friend Great, good to good to be
1: back on with you, Valley.
0: I'm glad I'm glad that you are back on. It, it, we 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 need to talk more often because uh, a lot has been going on in the game, and I guess uh, let, let's just get into it because one of the most more positive things that I saw in this game uh, last when the last blog post was this Mojo's Mayhem updates. Now they're going away. Not just not just having to get these Mojo's Mayhem objectives from real time arena, also. We can get objectives from Blitz, starting with this Strife Blitz, starting a little later today. And I know people have been complaining about Real-Time Arena for a while. This is this is uh, not play-tested. This is not taking all the good from Real-Time PvP, putting it in. Just kind of taking a few of the elements. And players have not really been happy with it. So this is kind of a solution that a lot of the players have been asking for. But Philosopher, is this the solution that you wanted for Real-Time Arena and Mojo's Mayhem and this battle pass?
1: Yeah, not really. I mean, look, it, it is part of it in the sense that I don't think people in this game should be forced to spend a lot of time on a game mode that they don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I just think the rewards shouldn't be so high that you kind of have to do it. I know raids, I guess, may be that way at this point, <laughs> uh, but I, I didn't think it was. I, I, some people hate this mode so much that I don't think they should be forced to do it. But I was really hoping they'd actually improve the the mode. And I, I will say I am encouraged. By the more recent changes, because I don't know about you, but just having a focus on knockouts and having a lot fewer requirements and having it switch up more and having more bands, it's been actually better from my perspective. You just get it done quickly and... Uh, It's kind of interesting to figure out what a good team is with the current bands. Uh, You know, it's not great, but what I was kind of hoping is some sort of ladder system where Mm. the tryhards could be in their own tier, trying hard to get their rating up, and then you know, people who just want to get their objectives done could you know get them done very quickly. So I think I think
0: uh, I think that will be a good solution. And and that that that's not like something that they have to do instead of this. They could use do something like that in addition to this so making it so that you could use your uh um blitz and and uh real-time arena battles for the battle pass but as far as the leagues that people were wondering about maybe making some some type of competitive system in real-time arena where you could use that ladder system that you talked about and, you know, for people that want to play and be competitive, you get these minimal rewards on maybe like a weekly basis and make some number of wins. I, I like I like that idea that you uh, talked about a long time ago in there. Um, this this solution is good. And I got I got to say, I agree with you. This season where it's focused on knockouts has been one of my more enjoyable seasons of real time arena. Um do you do you hope that later on they make more improvements of real time arena, or do you think that this is this is it and they're just moving on to new game modes, the grand tournament, things like that?
1: Yeah, I, I'm concerned I actually am concerned because I I think what happened. My my sense of things, the rumors that I've heard, essentially that the devs slapped this together. They really hadn't. This wasn't something that was well thought out. The guy who did this. Uh, I'm not even sure if he's still at Scopely. And uh, and so I think there's a sense like, ah, eh, okay, we tried it out and it failed. And I just, one thing I will say, and uh, this is going to, you know, maybe be a, a contrarian point or a few different view is, you know, I have played other games. I do currently play uh, just very minimally uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Okay uh on the side and there's like nothing to do in that game with your team like you'll unlock a new team and you can't even use it anywhere and like Mm. the fact that you can just go in and like play with whatever team you want whenever you want to I think it's actually like a nice feature and I just it, it it had enough promise that it would have been nice for them to actually make it good as opposed to abandoning it, it just seems like a lazy solution to me. But I'm glad that people aren't forced to do something they don't want to do.
0: Yeah, that's that's that was sucking a little of the fun out of it. And uh, I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens with it. I, I, I'm thinking they're done with this and they're moving on. But I, I got to agree that I'd like that we can go in and have these battles now in real-time arena. Uh, previously, you weren't able to do that. It was all like people focused on objectives and weird teams. Now that it's just knockouts, we can have these battles that we go in and play. Um, or, or just use the Phoenix team and form, and just focus on knockouts. But I did want to talk about this next character coming towards real-time arena. And, and, and I guess it's kind of a hint of what is to come with real-time arena. Multiple man is the next character for the, this, uh, the battle pass uh, associated with this real-time arena and he's a farmable character he's been farmable for a few months here i remember when they previously released this battle pass uh there was good characters in there that people would want and now they're kind of going with characters that people don't necessarily need so do you think that uh this is just scopely saying hey multiple man we don't we don't we don't uh it's not a, it's not a character that we could sell a lot of because he's farmable uh now you could use blitz real time is this is this pretty much killing
1: real-time arena now i I don't think so i actually have a different perspective on it i think here's my thought on it it's like for people like you and i we've already unlocked i assume you have i've unlocked adam warlock and so forth so like it really means very little to us to make farm, like multiple enemies farmable. In fact, I I end up having to farm his note even though I have him at seven stars for the stupid G fourteen unique little microchip that oh, is on that note. I didn't notice
0: that, but I might have to be going back as well.
1: <laughs> it's it's super annoying, but in any event. Um, You know, I think that for a lot of newer players who don't have Adam Warlock, that node and that character is actually a real pain in the butt Mm. to get. And so I think I wonder if, you know, now that the Adam Warlock event may be coming back again, they're like, oh, we can take advantage of all these people who would ordinarily never spend money. And try to turn them into spenders by you know solving their multiple man problem. That's that's my, I have always have sinister motives for Sculpey. So always about the Benjamins (laughs) with with Sculpey. So that's my that's my prediction. I I could be wrong, but that's my gut on it.
0: No, you know what? That that is a that is a good perspective. I didn't I didn't even think about people that can't access that node to farm multiple man, and it's a harder farm at the end. And uh, but I did think about Adam Warlock because I, he is very important for Adam Warlock. People maybe not be able to access his know to farm him. So I guess my next question was, when do you think he's coming back? We had his first event start on June twenty eighth, which was a little over two months ago. Jubilee took about six months to come back between her first and second iteration of her event. What do you think that this is an indication that Adam Warlock is coming back soon? In a reasonable amount of time, or do we have to wait a few more months for Adam Warlock's second event?
1: Yeah, I if I'm predicting, because this is like I said, I've all I've always by prediction for scope is to try to figure out what's the most like like money grubbing <laughs> way that they could accomplish this. Yeah. So my 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 thought is that what they're gonna do is they're gonna wait till like it'll be next next this upcoming patch uh-huh. and he'll come back when when you haven't quite finished the RTA. In other words, you have to either Like RTA up a storm or blitz up a storm or use cores to get your levels up to get multiple man if you're buying the pass so that this way essentially... You know the the maximum number of people will buy that upgraded battle pass to give them all those extra levels or whatever that's my prediction oh that,
0: that's actually a good prediction and if we look at the timing of that we get the new battle pass probably starting today sometimes there's delays in it so it's hard to predict sometimes but uh the new battle pass should be starting today and my prediction for when the adam warlock event was coming back based on the jubilee was the 20th so not this not the next monday but the monday after that that would be right in the middle of this uh battle pass if that goes a stuff so maybe maybe the, maybe the 20th of september for adam warlock but we do have we do have a uh character right now her event returned this past week jubilee returned her event came back on the sixth and i believe this is the third iteration of that jubilee event now um How valuable do you think she is now? Do you think that she is part of this solution for Doom 2 in the mutant section? Or do you think that's about this new team that just got revealed, this Weapon X team? What what do you think
1: uh, the role for Jubilee is long-term now? That's a great question. So one thing we don't know with Weapon X is, at least I don't know, and maybe you figured it out. You, you're you're more keyed in than I am, but I don't know whether Weapon X is a tech team or a mutant team. In other words, we know that Wolverine and Sabretooth are mutants and they're getting reworked, but I only saw in the comics and the movies even that I thought that like Silver Samurai, for example, I thought he was tech. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if they're basically like a three-piece tech team that synergizes with two mutants. So I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know for sure. I guess my my gut would be, if I was going to take make a prediction, is that Axmen still are, because they're making a lot of money off Axemen, not from <laughs> you and I, but from people who are newer to the game. Yeah. Uh, I think that they're going to sell Axemen for a while and keep them as the solution, and then they'll be like Symbiotes, where Symbiotes still aren't really fully farmable, but nonetheless um and they're but they're already long in the tooth right they're already yeah. kind of power crept and not not holding up perfectly and i think axmen are going to increasingly get there they're not anywhere near where symbiotes are there but they're starting to get power crept. and i think that the devs are just going to continue using them and making money off them as the mutant solution
0: yeah and uh yeah, and e- e- even if even if uh there is another solution for mutants down the road she's still required for that Adam warlock event so she's still a character that uh should be highly coveted for a lot of players but uh yeah and i do want to discuss the weapon x uses because i do have some theories based on the comments uh from from youtube videos that i did uh, where weapon x is going to be viable but uh i do want to move on to the shang chi event so much surrounding this event um controversy about the character the character not working properly uh some good things about this there's some good rewards but very very confusing uh what was your impression of this event when you first saw this were you, were you as confused as i was about how this event works
1: yeah and i had like a lot of players asking me particularly new players like my cousin started the game like a month or two ago he's like level 60 or something and he's like what do i do with this event like how does it even work and i'm like i don't even know yet i'm trying to figure it out so i'll let you know and like the other thing is bizarre i've already complained privately to the devs that we have too many dang currencies in this game like try explaining i get lots of questions from newer players and they'll be like what do all these currencies do because there's so many if you think about it, you and i have been doing this long enough we kind of know because we yeah. what happens they get introduced one at a time but if you're a new player yeah, you're for, like, us, okay, for they- us it's
0: one at a time it's not that bad it, exactly it's 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 those new players yeah. right
1: <laughs> it's a new player so like there's 30 different currencies in this game even for just red stars alone there's all these different currencies hard to keep <laughs> yes. track of everything and then you got all these like medallions or like whatever costume, they are the
0: costume credits all these pink and gold and other yeah it, it does get confusing you're right
1: <laughs> i was very confusing me i mean basically what i figured out is okay uh i need to spend a lot of energy and or blitz to get these uh the stuff for uh for shang chi and then there's these like it seems to me the only way i get the costume credits is by opening the uh Whatever those things These are, medallions. Those not, medallions, not rings. By the way, medallions, which makes no sense, but whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, okay. Should have then-
0: ten rings, not ten medallions. Don't you think that would have be been more fitting for this event?
1: You would think,, uh, but whatever. And then the medallions, I can't figure out how I get them other than through the calendar. I guess if you wanted to buy them, you could. but I really have no interest in buying these things all right. so so, uh,
0: so if if you guys are watching this, let me let me kind of try to explain this as best as I can. So you got you got this uh, login cat ca- this, uh, this calendar not, yeah. yeah oh yeah so we got a login calendar you got four of those in there you have this milestones that you're getting you got three of those in there and you get those seven that should unlock the costume and there's two more uh, there's three more out there two that you could buy and one that you could purchase uh, with cores and that's that's how to get all ten but you need seven for event and if you grind hard enough with these milestones you should get three of them and if you just log in for the calendar you should get four so that's that's how to get the costume
1: but this, oh, this, so i was right so basically yeah. I, unless i want to pay with my credit card i just do the calendar and whatever yeah yep.
0: you just do the calendar because you, you just need seven I, it should have been more clear how they describe this because even with the blog post that they released before this event i was still like i don't understand this because we've never seen anything like this before and it took me it took me a while reading a bunch of reddit posts and stuff like All right. I I kind of understand this thing now, but yeah, there's, there's some good rewards. What do you, other than confusion about this event, what do you think about the rewards and uh, what is, what is offered for, uh, for just grinding through daily play of Marvel Strike Force?
1: yeah i like that i mean to me these are the best kind of events the events where you just do whatever you want to do i mean spending energy is fine okay or blitzing or whatever like in other words if you're really hardcore like you're like okay i'm like super hardcore free-to-play guy i want to blitz like crazy you can do that uh i i frankly for people like me i already was uh you know getting energy offers just because i want to hit level 85 early Mm -hmm. or whatever so i had energy so you know i think wherever you're at whatever you're doing you're going to get some free stuff and the stuff's like pretty good so i don't think anyone should be complaining about that and frankly one thing that surprised me a little bit is shang chi really has value even outside of war defense which surprised me i thought they were Mm -hmm. giving away to these new players a character that that they wouldn't want to build, but I could see you. I mean, you know what I mean? Like what what newer player or mid-game player is going to want to build a war defense team? But actually, Ugh. like I could see for <laughs> Hero 7.1 and actually even for Dark Dimension, I've done some testing. I think this could be a useful character for a number of players. So I'm glad that, that this is a a not so you know not a gated way it's not one of these like the like the bat like the strike pass or you're only getting a two-star character Mm -hmm. here you know a newer player can actually get or a free-to-play player can get a reasonable number of stars in this character
0: yeah like i mean other than the initial confusion from this event i think this is a very good event maybe maybe less currency and maybe more explanation could have solved that but i think the rewards and what you're actually getting for this event is pretty good where where are you as far as your points as far as completion do you do you, uh are you on pace to get all the all the stuff or are you ahead of it did you complete it already or are you behind where, where are you at right now
1: yeah i'm, I'm ahead i'm not i haven't okay. completed it yet because i i, I don't I'm not like buying the fire currency or whatever they, the BS. They're <laughs> That's trying to sell, sell you. But, to you. I, <laughs> the only the, the main thing I will just say, like, you know, if you are, if you do a whale on this game, like buying energy is usually what the most efficient thing you could do because you get so much stuff for it. you get like gold and training mats and stuff, whatever you're farming. Yeah. And so I'm trying to hit level 85 anyway. So I've gotten some of the energy calendars and so forth. And so I'm ahead of the of it. I think nice. I'll complete it. I have a 50. I think I'm at 50 K out of what whatever it is that you need to get at. So I'll probably, I'll probably complete it. Yeah. So guys, if you're wondering if you're on pace or
0: not right now at server or at server reset today, you should be about 30 or at 36,000 points. You're trying to get about 6,000 points per day, uh, spending this fire essence currency on whatever is most beneficial for you in the store, but about 6,000 of this uh, fire essence spending per day will leave you on pace. So 36,000 at the end of server reset will be on pace if you're trying to hit all these milestones and if you're not then uh maybe you could, if you're not on pace then and if you want to hit all these then you're gonna to have to blitz a little harder or spend a little more on uh currency but uh not o- not only did we get this event with shang chi we we got some controversy with him like i said regarding a bug that came with his uh inclusion and this this is the heel bug now this was this something that you experienced previously and uh was this was this helping or hurting you
1: well <laughs> depended on the context so when we had a, we had had a big war so mm-hmm. right after the shang chi entered the game uh, we had a big war against Legion, and I underestimated how difficult that team would be to clear. Like you can punch down with Infinity watch and lose uh, and pretty I, handily I, I if the team that. gets big enough, <laughs> that's not so fun. I mean, it's not fun at all so you're no. facing like i i literally be facing an 800k <laughs> oh my God. Uh, hi- yeah heroes Fire team and there's just like it, it scales so well with gear that it was like unbeatable because you can imagine when it's that big you know these guys would have like six seven red star uh shangji it's just like it was impossible to out damage that and i had like an almost 900k infinity Jeez. watch team and i was loot sometimes so did you, did you guys uh, eventually figure that out or was that was that just a lock for a war for you guys we we ended up clearing but it, wow, i that's... didn't realize how hard it would even be to clean up okay so if you know if you didn't take out Shang chi in an initial thing like you you might you bring your infinity watch and a punch down and you know only take down two or three characters and you got to clean up it, it, i just didn't i underestimated how much of a bear that was going to be now was to that handle.
0: Because of Shang-Chi, or was that a lot to this uh bug where he was healing characters or not that wasn't supposed to be healed? There's nothing mentioned previously about this, uh, before yesterday, but healing in his special. But his his special was giving some big, big healing. Uh, so do you think that the underestimation came from just because Shang-Chi's a good character, or this additional heal that nobody knew about because it wasn't supposed to be there?
1: It's a little of both. I mean, I will say. I was looking at video yesterday of some of my attempts, and like I literally would zone in, and my Infinity Watch would be almost at zero uh, Mm. before they took a turn. So there's just an element of that, but I think also (laughs) uh, the heel would be really annoying because you you put all this effort in, and you get you'd finally get some characters down, and then boom, you know everything would go back up. And really meant you kind of had to control you had this in this weird situation. You have to like control uh, 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 Iron Fist and uh Shang-Chi and you have this taunt to deal. It's just it's very very hard team to deal with. Uh and uh but on the other hand like when you're using Shang-Chi, like you're like, "Oh wow, like this character as I said outside of more defense. I mean, to me, Valley, the thing that I was pissed off about from uh for Heroes for Hire in general is it really was before shang chi a team that really only had value in more defense and i i think you feel the same way like i hate building those teams and i there's very few players for whom that makes sense right and so i'm glad that the team is now a little bit better elsewhere
0: yeah, that's, I think especially for Gamma and like you mentioned, Dark Dimension uh, 4 that uh, you did some testing on. So I think I think them keeping this, my initial reaction was this is a horrible thing that they're going to keep the heal because in case you guys haven't known, there was a heal that he was doing. I guess it was because it was like negative damage or something. And I don't think this thing in the blog post is correct. I think this was still going on even when Colleen Wing was not a ally. But um, yeah, so what they're doing, they investigate the root of the problem, and the team is observing the performance of Heroes for Hire. They like it. They like the performance of the team with a healing bug, and they believe a proper McKeeling Hannock is appropriate. So, yesterday, 5 p.m. Pacific, they changed a special. They're adding this. Heal Self and All Heroes for Hire, analyzed by 50% of this character's max health. Now, did you have a war since they implemented this fix?
1: not not yet so okay. we're, we're gonna have one today and we'll see what happens but i don't think so i don't think as i read it the fix changes anything if you're using him on the full team it's only that before the this fix if you used him on a mixed team then he was healing the non-heroes for higher members but i think it's supposed to work. Now, I don't. I know it's not entirely working uh, the way it's supposed to again, yeah. <laughs> uh, but putting that to the side, if the text matches, you know, did match what was happening in game, then that would be, to me, okay, right, as a solution, yeah. because at least on war defense, you're going to have the full team, or you're going to try to if you have it unlocked.
0: Now, now for you, I, 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 this is a double-edged sword. For when you're when you're using him, it feels good. When you're going against him, it feels bad. Is is this is this keeping this heel for you personally? Was this more of a positive thing or a negative thing? I know it's it's a little bit of both, but overall, where 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 do you fall on this?
1: You know, I. I, it's really kind of they're taking war in the opposite direction of the feedback I gave and many others, which is <laughs> I thought war was too time consuming uh, and too much uh, nonsense that you had to go through in war. In other words, I, I just think that this game is very time consuming especially now that we actually have to go and you know maybe you go to your kids soccer game you got to get your hair cut <laughs> you're running your chores like now that we're not sitting at home like with a you know you know we are vaccinated and so forth like I just think it's just a little much. And just sitting there trying uh, to th- throw everything at the wall here, trying to take down one heroes for hire team. Uh, it's annoying. And I mean, I have to deal with 800K teams in every room. I realize most people don't have to do that at certain wars. But like at a lower level, what if you're used to seeing 300K teams? And then there's that one jerk on the opposing <laughs> team who's like, no, I'm really into this. I'm building a 600K team. And like, what so do you do? Fun. So fun, man. <laughs> right like you're screwed right I, I don't know to me that doesn't seem fun to me but they want people to invest in war defense i don't know i mean maybe it makes some money but it's just to me it doesn't seem fun
0: yeah i know but it looks like uh the fix for the bug it's not working there's been a lot of videos on this i tried this out on the live stream this morning to test out this heal and let, let's see if we could uh, figure out what is going on what i did was that went to the one x speed and we tried to find a lot of tests for this all right there's shang chi And we'll see the heals, right? Okay, so there we go. No heal, no heal. We got Colleen healed. We had Misty healed, but no heal for Shang-Chi. So even the description of the fix. Even the solution to the fix is not uh, working properly. So what do you think they're going to do with this? Is this going to, is 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 there going to match a text to say he'll heal all others except for self? Or do you think they're going to actually make this work properly? I mean, what if, philosopher, what if Shang-Chi was actually play tested before they released this uh, fix? This is going to
1: be the new episode of the What If series. Yeah, What If Scoping uh, <laughs> is her job. <laughs> <laughs> what if yeah what if scuffly hired to beta beta testers or whatever yeah i, I gotta tell bug testers i, I gotta tell you i i assume they're gonna match the text they put some thought into it i really feel like over there they're like they print they, this this game prints money and i just i don't know if they they're just trying to make maximum profit by hiring few people i don't really know what's going on with with things over there but it is pretty embarrassing when you've got a bugged character you announce a fix and then it doesn't even fix the bug i, I, don't, I don't know what to make of that <laughs> I, really I mean, don't. is this?
0: It seems like every character nowadays uh, doesn't have the 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 text that matches their in-game ability. Is this is this just something like like standard in Marvel Strike Force, or uh, uh, I don't know? Is is every character is like this? What what needs to be done to get these characters accurate? I mean, what is what is missing at Scopely, in your opinion? I don't know
1: uh, competence. <laughs> competence. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I will just say. <laughs> As long as I've been playing Marvel Strike Force, this has been an issue. You know, for a long time, the symbiote Spider-Man basic didn't match mm. the in-game ability. Uh, it, you know, and, um, you know, so that's that's for as long as I've been playing, there have been issues like this. of Vell, right? People got mad at me for showcasing a video, telling people, like, hey, when, you know, any character with Death Proof, you know, can get a benefit from this. They're like, hey, you're, don't let the cat out of the bag. The devs will fix it. And they didn't. They just changed the text. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that whatever the lazy way of fixing these things, that doesn't cost <laughs> them money that they think will get them money. I think they're willing to do.
0: Yeah, th- unfortunately, I think that's pretty accurate nowadays with uh, Scopely. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, I, I think Cloak was, I, I don't think I remembered any bugs on Cloak, but those are major, major bugs on Death than before that. Uh, let, let's move on to your testing, though, because you did some intense, extensive testing on this Heroes for Hire team in Dark Dimension. So after this, after you've done this testing... Do you do you think this this is the solution to city, or would you still
1: recommend new players going symbiotes? So it's an interesting thing. It depends on your situation, right? So yeah. if you're all, if you're in an alliance that's doing Doom Raid or is trying to prepare for that, a lot of folks that are working their way through DD four are in an alliance that's in U seven point five, but they're testing out Doom Raid. Or they're trying to work to get to thirty percent. I think you probably want to invest in symbioses because you need them to raid mm. whereas like your war defense like that's not as vital um but you know for a lot of players too valley it's going to be a mix and match because there's very few new players who like have hundreds of alien spores sitting around <laughs> and all the bio like they've saved up tons of bio so like there's always a mix and match component and i guess you know my advice to players is hey you know, Shang-Chi is a very good character. Colleen Wing, you know, these characters that are, have different origins and different uniques. And so it's, it gives you an option, which I think is valuable. The other thing, though, to keep in mind is that Cloak and Dagger are mm. city characters. They look on paper like they're going to be good in Dark Dimension. I did test them out. I did they, 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 they on a test server. They gave me an opportunity to test them. out. I did just on the first two nodes, not, not in city, but in the... Uh, the unrestricted nodes and they okay. did very well there nice so i i think th- that in the long run they may be a better solution so i just am happy valley the players have options because for a long time you know, we've been basically telling people, players like this is your only choice of symbiotes, and yeah. if a player doesn't have a lot of alien spores, or they they weren't able to unlock a uh, symbiote Spider-Man through that RNG on the milestone orbs, they were kind of out of luck.
0: Or anti Venom, anti Venom nowadays as well is uh, in, yeah. in in that premium orb as well. So yeah, I do like they have uh, more options as well. Um, and 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 yeah, I guess I guess that that heel bug or that heal fix. If if it if it actually gets working properly, it's going to help a lot of players in the gammas and dark dimensions. So it's not it's not totally negative. It's 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 good that they're doing this for players. Before we move on to the new character, I want to I want to discuss the Alliance War changes with you. You were someone that was on the playtest server. Um, what were, what were your thoughts of the Alliance War? Was the first round? Or did you enjoy the second round more than the first round? Uh, what do you Did you get the feeling that they're going to do another round of playtesting or this last changes is what's kind of going to be implemented in the
1: game? I definitely, I'll just answer your last question first because that I can answer, I think. I wouldn't say definitively, because who knows what scope we'll do. I don't know if they know what they're doing, but uh, it really looked to me and sounded to me like this is what, we, what we're getting. In other words, mm. I, I, I we had a lot of complaints about the second round of Alliance War Tests, and my sense was that they're just, they're like, okay, well, too bad. We'll figure it out once it's live in game. You know what I mean? Like, that sort of thing. Like, too bad, so sad when we said that we didn't think that this was very <laughs> good either. Now... Um, the the comparison between the two. Well, there was uh, they definitely improved some things and showed that they listened to our feedback. Like before, you were going to have to spend all that Stark Tech crap, whatever that 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 currency is called that you use to get Stark yeah, Tech. I don't uh, even remember it as well. Don't even know the name. Okay, <laughs> but you you had you had to use that to upgrade rooms, and then like you wouldn't get. Points or or you know for killing the characters in those rooms, so you know the MVP, the guys in your alliance are too focused on MVP stuff. You know would just would would not want to attack the uh, those rooms. You know there's yeah. a lot of things they did fix, but like real concern I had is it just it got it's so fast to clear through the rooms now yeah that i think it's it's you can attack twice as many rooms at a time which is good but now they basically made it by giving you all the energy up front that a war it may not be completely over it depends on i think your level of of where you're fighting at but it can effectively be over in other words if if you have an alliance where most of your alliance is asleep because they're in another time zone and the other side just rushes and takes out your armory uh, i think you're kind of the guild wars over i mean you could say there's still the wars going on you can get your attacks in but yeah. it's basically over and, and i i don't like that effect that it's going to have because in my alliance we have some european players for example who are usually sleeping for the first several mm. hours and so i I just don't like this. I will tell you, Valley, I was busy at work and I missed one of the playtest rounds entirely because (laughs) I just got busy and basically we blew through all of the rooms or, you know, before I could get logged on. I just, I don't know. It doesn't, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. I wanted a shorter war, but I, this effectively makes it. So yeah, the war shorter, but you have to be online at a particular time, which is just that's not how games should be. You shouldn't yeah. schedule your real life around a game. The game should fit around your real life when you have time to play it. In my opinion,
0: yeah, because it's a game. It's not. It's not. It's not life. It, it's a game. that's recreation from real life stuff. Uh, and I see a lot of problems uh, that that the Deadpool raids had way back in the day in year one. They had Deadpool raids. The time limit on that was two hours instead of the normal twenty four hours that we have in raids right now. That created a lot of problems. That broke up a lot of alliances, and I see this doing a lot of the same. If, if people are very competitive, but I brought this up last week with uh, Tony Scungilli, I'm in a very casual war alliance right now. We, we you know sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. Basically, averaging going about three and three per season. When I was in a hardcore alliance and we were going harder, it's going about three and three. So. If, if if you're getting the same kind of rewards, if you're playing casual, if you're getting basically the same rewards playing, uh, you know, hardcore, then you know, the season, the ranking rewards are going to be a little different. But uh, is is worth something that is necessary based on the matchmaking? I mean, if we get good ELO matchmaking, we should be going three and three. If if the yeah, matchmaking system holds point. up, so yeah. what is is it even worth being in a hardcore alliance nowadays?
1: Well, yeah, it's a great it's a great point. I will just say that war is if you look just purely at the rewards is never worth it okay cuz you basically if you look at the i i understand if you're very very new the 200k gold or something make yeah, of winning versus losing may mean a lot to you at that point but yeah. for most players i mean you're getting a few more abc's which you, you know you know and you're getting like yes! five more you know yes! you get the same t4s if you win or lose you know what i'm saying it's just yeah. like it's very very minor and so for all the effort you put into it so i just it's it's something that people do because they enjoy it and and i will just say you know because i get people on my discord sometimes value will say hey what the lines were stupid just ignore it and it's like some people have that opinion and that's totally fine other people love it and i just for me it's more about the people who are like yeah i know that i'm i'm only in platinum one or I'm only in gold four, but I love war and yeah. I want to try to win every time. So, I but I hear you. I agree that I think for a lot of players, they're just going to be like, okay, screw it. I'm going to focus on raids now. And if you have that attitude, I think you, yeah, you'll be fine because who cares, right? When, the, when if you lose the war or if the war yeah. is completed or whatever. Yeah, it's looking like a lot of
0: stuff is shifting more towards the raids with Doom 2 coming out and that being where you get the Teal Gear and the Teal Gear is how you get into Dark Dimension 5. That seems like where they're heading, but uh I, I guess what you're saying because i I was looking at from a resource perspective there are people that enjoy it and if this is if war are fun for you and being in a hardcore war alliance is fun that that is way more valuable and these teams are going to matter much more but uh, i guess my point is if if war isn't for you you're not having as much fun i don't think you're losing too much resources by uh, being in a casual alliance so I, i don't i don't know if this should be too stressful or if the community should be as heated as they are especially the ones that don't like war so right yeah um, all right, now now let's talk about Brother Cloak. Finally arrived in Marvel Strike Force. You got to play with him on the playtest uh, server with him and Cloak. Uh, what were what were your thoughts on uh, Cloak on his uh, release myth? Oh, actually, he hasn't totally been released yet. We, we are going to talk about the data mine for that. Uh, what yeah, sure. what are, your, what, are your, what are your thoughts on Cloak as far as what you've used him on your roster in the game? Not when you've. Uh, used him with dagger is, is he, is he better on that team than, uh, than the previous team that we're using in mystic.
1: So I will tell you, man, I, I bought the offers for him and I max him out on day one. Now he's only four red stars for me. I don't uh, four yellows. I mean, I don't okay. have, I, I just bought the offers. I'm not coring him up or whatever, you know, gotcha. but, but I, I did a video on my, on my channel where I went through a whole lane of mystic uh, and and I mean, all I did is just took Ebony Ma out of my team and threw him in without Dagger and it was it made it really easy uh, and okay. I had no problem you know I've gotten better at it so the first time you guys got to you, you, if you watch the video you say okay I didn't quite know that oh I really need to watch out for the Elses. now I mean I'm having no problem one shotting the boss node with a minute to spare and you know I was not <laughs> it was a struggle to, to you know get get to a one shot or close to a one shot before without cloak so he makes a big difference I'll also tell you Valley I have I I I, in RTA this time I tested out cloak Uh and I think the best team in this cycle for today that we're recording this includes cloak on the team I mean I just wiped all those debuffs so I think he's a very strong standalone character Uh, even at four stars Uh, very very impressive and he's keeping up and hanging with all the seven star characters that i'm using in uh, the doom raid
0: that's impressive that's impressive i I I guess they have to do that because they don't make these characters farmable for a while but then you got that issue of power creep and all the latest characters since silver surfer are, are significantly stronger than everybody since then but I guess the, the good thing in that is that even at these low star level, they're viable. But uh, yeah, down the road, that, that might be a problem. All right, let, let's let's talk about the the full team though, because I think most people have seen the videos. I, I'm not sure if I like if I like that normal Mystic team because uh, I'm using Thanos. I've replaced Silver Surfer with Cloak. Maw is still there. Doom is still there, and then of course Deathpool is still there. And I think that's been the best solution for me. But maybe that's based on like star level and power level. Uh, but as far as this entire team, the new Warriors team, you've got to use them. What? Uh, how? How much different? How much stronger are they with a strong dagger on this team than with? Yeah, just they're,
1: they're they're really strong. I mean, I I think the analogy I would use is the Secret Avengers. So if if players if if you've unlocked them and you're using them in the doom raid. you probably see that they basically what you know the secret avengers kind of with let's say kestrel just you could put anything as the fifth or even not have a fifth and they can blow through the skill uh nodes Mm. pretty easily they're very strong i think it's the same thing here new warriors with it whether you're using doom or 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 adam warlock or or silver surfer or whatever uh with them they're they're all very strong and and i just think you know most players who are doing doom raids have doom you've finished dd4 so i just think doom plus the new warriors are probably going to be enough there and that that i think i think that you know them though that those four plus a fifth uh whether it's adam warlock or surfer is is going to be the new standard
0: yeah i think especially with doom 2 coming uh, do you, but I, I, for, for people that maybe not have that investment, may not be pushing for Dark Dimension 5 and they're just trying to get into Doom. Maybe they have Thanos and Maw. Do you think that it, it, this the Thanos and Maw team, if you're going bare minimum as far as research uh, resources, because the Deathpool Thanos, Maw, Silver, Surfer, and Doom work very, very well in Mystic. Uh, do you think that they this is significantly better that even if even if you can fit Mystic now and you're not going to Doom two in any time in the future, at any time in the near future that you should just uh, Thanos and Ma are a good solution and maybe uh, this is a team for later or or do you think these guys are so powerful that even if you have Thanos and Ma and you're running it uh, this this is this this is the way to go.
1: Yeah, so I could just speak from my own experience. So when I went from the regular difficulty Doom to difficulty one, where there's seventy five percent more damage coming from the enemies, yeah, my Thanos was like paper mache. I mean, I have a seven red star maxed out Thanos, and my Thanos because he doesn't have much armor, even though he has this big health pool, and he has a big health pool, and he'll take some hits, but he's pretty close to death very quickly you're constantly waiting for that ult to come so you can heal him and hope that you heal him in time he would die uh, sometimes in difficulty one even completely maxed out Um, and you know and then uh, maw until I put blue iso on him even though I have a six red star g15 uh, maw he would often die Mm. or get close to death like with a uh, d- like, though, just those death proofs that he spawns with keeping him up uh, early on. I just feel like those characters are kind of on their final legs in terms of viability. Like, if there was a difficulty two, I didn't, th- you know, even on the regular, on the current Doom raid, I didn't yeah. think that those guys would be able to cut it. And so I was so thrilled to get them out of my team. Same with Hella, who was dying on Ugh. me very quickly too i mean she would just die before taking a turn sometimes so she got targeted early on, on one of the nodes all
0: right all right so i guess uh, my final question when you were on the playtest, test because time time is an issue are you are you able to go fully auto with these new warriors and just beat all those uh mystic nodes easily or do you still have to pay attention and uh, use that time on these nodes
1: that's you know, a good question. Uh, honest answers. I did not try. Okay. Um, I did the testing. I did a video on my thing on my YouTube. You can watch of them on the test server, but I was always choosing my attacks. It, it definitely felt like they were so powerful that I didn't need to be ca- carefully managing it. But okay. that's what I did. In other words, it it took some effort to get the, the devs to spawn a difficulty one for me on the test server, and then I had kind of <laughs> one shot to get through the nodes. And so I was gonna do it normal. You know, I didn't want to just put it on auto and then fail, and then it doesn't teach you anything because yeah. I don't auto in the regular game without them. So I figured let's just see, and you know you, you can see exactly what I did. Smash.
0: All right. So yeah, and 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 we're mentioning a lot of your videos. Right? Any any videos the links that you send me will be down below in the description. Uh, I do want to talk about the data mines for the release method of Cloak and Dagger. There's been some data mines that they're, they're going to be both in a strike pass. There's been other data mines, I guess, rumors that it's just going to be Cloak. Uh, let's let's say that the original data mines were correct though, for the sake of argument. You tried them both. If If players are forced to choose either Cloak or Dagger for this upcoming strike pass, who do you think is needed more? Which should they go for if they have the option to only choose one? I think it's a
1: very tough question. I spent a lot of time thinking about this for newer players because they were asking me this. Like, if you're a new free to play player, what do you do? Um, So here's what I would say. I think Cloak is the better character in the long run. In other words, if you are go, you know, you're going through DD4 and you're kind of in an end game, you you would rather have Cloak. Like you or I would want to choose Cloak. okay? Okay, if you're free to play and you're, but if you're a newer player. And like you just started this month or you've you know you're just you haven't even gotten a dd2 yet dagger like fits more teams because she has she's got high base stats and she does healing and stuff that's going to keep other teams up so if you're like hey i really could use a character to help me get through you know different campaigns and getting through uh, you know other game ones i just Mm -hmm. think she's more of a plug and play option cloak he you know he relies a lot on dodge. He's got lower base stats. He's a character that d- does better on the full team. Um, but he also has uh, he also though is really really good in dark dimension. I think I mean I, I based on the limited testing I did I, I think you know his percentage damage is good there. So and he's certainly been fantastic for me since I've unlocked him. So I think he's probably got the higher ceiling. Uh, but I think. You know it really depends on the situation you're in with your roster
0: gotcha gotcha and and the daggers is is any you mentioned the versatility of dagger is that also because of her healing that she's that she's has a lot of healing for many different teams or is it uh just just that she fits on a lot of different teams
1: yeah so one thing is that she does have you know she does have uh, a heal that will heal characters that are not mystic characters or they're on on her team so that's yeah. definitely part of it The other thing you know so she's 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 also um so you know she's playing like for example um uh on on her turn offense up to adjacent allies which is really nice um i you know i think um she's all she's she's also uh i just think you know her her kit is not is not as focused on raids you know cloak is very good outside of raids too and she does have some things in her kit that are raid focused but You know the other thing too is if you just look at her base stats like she's got a very high base stat and in part that's because I think cloak is doing the percentage damage on top of his regular damage and cloak has the dodge which usually the characters they give a lot of dodge they kind of put weaker health and stuff but Mm. just to me my my gut is particularly for a new player may not have the character's ability maxed out may just be throwing her on a random team with whatever else they happen to unlock like she's just like an easy character to use and she's can you help any team and so i think i could see a new player being frustrated at how to use cloak right and not necessarily getting him to fit in their current team whereas like that won't be an issue with dagger she'll just heal and you know she's got high base stats so she'll damage stuff just because she you know she's got a high damage stat well
0: well i hope the data mines about the double strike pass aren't correct and. You know everybody gets access to both of these characters but uh, I, I like that answer newer players focus more on dagger more end game players focus more on cloak and um any any other thoughts on this this duo is this is this the next duo you know we've we've had dad bros we've had bishop and jubilee we've had a lot of strong duos is this the next uh, even gamora nebula is this, is this the next uh, strong duo that's uh versatile in a lot of games or they just uh they just kind of raid together
1: No, they are very strong in a lot of game game. modes. Yeah, it's not clear to me what the ISO is going to be yet because they do a lot of assists where it's sort of like how Hawkeye and Black Widow or Mm -hmm. Corvus and Proxima do these assists. So we really got to figure that out, what the right ISO is for them, both on their team and and then when they're out. I will say, I, I think... Just like Secret Avengers, I just think that's a very good analogy for this team is Secret Avengers are a team that like, yes, they're a raid team. And basically that's their function in the game. But they're so strong because of this massive power creep we've got that uh, I think they're just good in many different game modes. And I think that's going to be the same thing here for these these folks as well.
0: Yeah, I, I, I get that feel from them as well. All right, but this this is the current team that we're working on. Let's talk about the next team that is coming. Lots of questions surrounding this. I think most people have figured out this silhouette. I think f- most people figured out this silhouette as soon as it was posted on Twitter. Uh, I think the leading theories on that far left one right after Dagger is Silver Samurai. The one in the middle... Omega, uh, not Omega Red. The, the one on the far right is Omega. The one in the middle, though, Lady Deathstrike. Uh, is this is this where a lot of your community's eyeballs are going for these three characters as these silhouettes?
1: Yeah, I get lots of questions about it. I don't have a lot of answers because I don't know. I, I'm you're more of the rumor guy. I know you've got uh, you've got uh, uh Drew and so forth. So you've got you've got Drew's your sources. Disappeared that I don't on have.
0: Me. I'm, I'm just I, I got the same amount of rumors as you now. <laughs> Drew's MIA. <laughs> so, I don't know where he went.
1: <laughs> okay, so for me, yeah, I you know. I, a lot of people speculate they're like well i you know my speculation is this is going to be whatever this sort of war offense team or raiding team like yeah. who knows okay i mean i would not like some people some people have asked me like I- i'm not you know there's a guy who told me i'm not investing in heroes for Hire because weapon x is going to counter them like how do you know that like uh, for all i know that for all we know Scopley's making so much money on heroes for hire that they're going to make this going to wait to three four months to introduce a counter we don't know yet yeah. uh but you know what we do know and i saw you did a video on this the other day valley kind of dissecting what was told uh, by cerebro in a video basically we do know some things about the wolverine and saber reworks which are yes. interesting I don't know if it gives me much clue into how the team's going to operate, though. I don't know if you if you got any clue I,
0: I didn't. I think when I first saw this, I'm like, Silver Somnette could be tech. Lady Deathstrike could be tech. Omega Red could be tech. This is the next tech solution for the Rays. And then then I was confused when we saw this, that Wolverine's getting a rework, Sabretooth getting a rework, that are both mutants. And now I'm sort of confused. What is this team's purpose? Is this, t- is this team gonna be maybe those are the three-piece? These these characters here, these new characters are three-piece for the raids, and that's kind of a three-piece solution like we've had with Seeker Avengers, like we have with uh the current uh, the new warriors. Is this a three-piece and then they also going to get other benefits with the rest of these characters? Or is this straight up just a war attack team that, that is, like you mentioned, the counter for Heroes for Hire? So I, I don't know if we, we have enough information to make a final thoughts. But uh, what where is your mind telling you based on, you know, the kits for the reworks for Sabertooth and uh wolverine which include a lot of bleeds chain attacks the rebound attacks uh and and apparently they aren't the only changes that are coming to these two characters so where what is your gut telling you war war attack counter heroes for hires of uh, solution for tech in the rays, something else i mean what are, what is your gut telling you at this point
1: so well, my speculation would be, and this is purely speculation, I have no inside info whatsoever, would be, well, if they were going to do the raids, they would have done it like uh, they did the last two and just had a three-piece. But who knows, right? Although this is kind of a three-piece, right? So, you know, in other words, why do the synergy with the other two? They, they deliberately made it. So that they can introduce new characters into the new warriors the secret avengers that we have to buy later or you know whatever yeah. uh or suffer later um if you don't buy them and then I, I so i i think that this i could see like how people are saying this is a war offense team that's possible the question is then you know would this counter heroes for hire maybe not i mean maybe it's just like okay here's another war offense team that beats a lot of stuff uh here you go it can be who would buy that though who would
0: buy that though we we got the heroes for hire is the only real issue i think everything else has a decent counter heroes for hire is the only one that i don't know so would that if this is just a war attack team would this team sell would would you would you want to buy it as someone that buys some of
1: these offers I don't know. I mean, you know, it's a great question. Uh, I would because I have to make videos to showcase them. Uh, uh, but if they would. You were a player, would you buy? it? Okay, I okay yeah, no, it's I'm different. just easy. You. you know what? Us, I will right? be. To be honest with you, Valley, <laughs> everyone in my alliance would buy it because oh, yeah. at the high levels they're all focused on war. Because the raids are easy like, when you get the characters to a certain level, the raids become easy. Uh, the other stuff becomes easy. It's really well. It's not really true. The, the, the raids are hard very early on, right? When we first were clearing difficulty, yeah. when it's hard, you figure them out. and new characters get introduced they become easy and war is a challenge you want to beat the other guy so people will will do it if this was a team that beat for example infinity watch on defense or you know could could you know mop the you know mop the up the other teams i think people would do it i would buy them but yeah i think it would be more exciting if it countered heroes for hire but you know there's also other possibilities i mean it could also be we don't know it could be a dark dimension team it could be a team that Uh, you know, is a grand tournament team or God Mm. only knows what the devs. I mean, they do weird stuff that we can't anticipate. So, I I, that's why I'm always hesitant to give advice. Like, I don't, I don't want people to make plans (laughs) to their roster. But my speculation, yeah, probably a war attack. But then, are they really gonna counter heroes for hire this fast? Like, they you'd think they want to (laughs) like make some more money off of the heroes for hire first. But like, everybody
0: bought heroes for hire. Nobody else is gonna buy more let's just sell the counter right now and i don't know they, you're right they do a lot of things that make no sense it's hard to predict what they're gonna do so who knows let, let me know your predictions in the comments guys I, I think i'm also leaning towards war offense but i'm still i'm still kind of confused by this team because we need some tech solutions tech tech is a problem in doom so kind of hoping for that as well but uh yeah all right um did you see the last episode of What If? I'm not, I'm not talking about the one yesterday. I'm talking about episode four from last week.
1: Yeah, that one I saw. So I saw the Doctor Strange one. Is that yes. one we're talking about? Yes. Right. Uh, I have spoiler alert, all right, I suppose, yes. right? let's,
0: let's do the spoiler. We're going to talk about everything up in episode four. We're not talking about yesterday's episode. I have not seen that, actually. So they, they can't. Can, right. So cool. We're, we, we can't accidentally give spoilers. All right. So if you have not seen episode you it's four, uh, your spoiler warning is over. So what was your thoughts on episode four? Where did this rate as far as uh the, the four first episodes of what if for you? Where did where how how did you like this one?
1: I I thought this was the best one for okay. me. I love okay. the character uh development with strange. Like I thought it's really cool how now he's mourning uh the, his the girlfriend. I mean my recollection is in the movie she wasn't really they weren't an item, right? Like he was kinda into her, but like or it's, something it's, like he invited I the her to go that and they she did dated didn't go. in
0: the past but they weren't currently in that it was a, I may be remembering that wrong.
1: Yeah like I think he said ah, maybe you can come to this thing sometimes she's like eh you know and like I don't think they went together to anything and he was alone in the car is my recollection um but in any event i thought it was really cool uh how he turned sort of turned to the dark side right it's almost like uh star wars he turned to the dark side there uh and had these sinister motives and then he realized too late uh the other thing i liked about it too is now finally the watcher instead of just being like i thought the watcher was just sort of a lame excuse to give us the what the what ifs like he's just kind of in the background But like he actually showed up and he's like telling him like, you know, you're an I idiot, can't. you screwed up. I thought that was cool.
0: I can't help even if I want I can't punish you even if I wanted to.
1: <laughs> I would think right. That all was right. cool, right? Yeah, I all
0: right. So I like this episode, but I like that we have different opinions. For me, this was I like the other ones a lot better. I like episode one, two, and three better than episode four. This is probably my least favorite. And with that said, though, I did like this episode, but the, for me, this was the, you know, I, I think wow. I think I like episode three the best so far uh out of the first four episodes with the Loki and Nick Fury. This one, I, I don't know. I, I I feel like I've seen this story many times in like Twilight Zone and things like that. They just kind of redid it with Doctor Strange. Um but I, I, like I said, I liked it. I, I like uh, him going into the madness. I don't know if this will mean anything down the road in uh, in the MCU, possibly with the Doctor Strange movie, the, the Spider-Man movie, the WandaVision, all that. So I'm wondering if we'll see other elements of this uh, in the MCU. I kind of felt that with the, the Loki episode and uh, Nick Fury. I'm kind of getting those vibes with this one as well. Do you, do you think that any of this will be uh, incorporated into MCU, or this is just uh, alternate universes that may or may not converge at some time?
1: Yeah, I think that they're trying to prepare us for what's going to come in the MCU. In other words, I think like now it's just much more on a cosmic scale and like the interdimensional scale. They're like, what happened in Loki was like a great preparation for like whoa okay there's a lot going on here in different dimensions and times and things like that here it seemed like this episode was very much like hey you know strange first of all his power levels jacked up like suddenly you know he's really really powerful and you're dealing with forces that are so far beyond what we've seen before other than maybe a very short appearance by a Dormammu like you know these, these these are like cosmic type beings right
0: yeah, I, I, I want to see what they what else they do with it because I think there's a few other episodes in "What If" that Doctor Strange features pretty prominently in it, and i wonder if they're going to tie uh, this this episode to any of those and uh, make it kind of a continuation. So I, I, I'm looking forward to uh, the rest of this series. I'm looking to for just I, I heard very good things about last night's episode as well. Uh, but uh, and, and any other thoughts on "What If"? What what's coming to this series before we move on to uh, Shang Chi?
1: Well, I, what, I lo- I, what I've what i really loved about it is that there is an... I mean, I don't know if you felt this way, Valley, but a lot of the characters that I really loved in the MCU, of course, have been retired in one form or another. Yeah. And I loved seeing different takes on them and revisiting these movies that I really loved. And it was pretty cool to see how closely they mirrored um the movie in terms of how they drew the um the cartoons for all of them whether it's the captain carter episode whether it's it's this one i i really enjoyed it and so you know i you know i'm always I, i've heard great things about the shang chi movie i haven't seen it yet uh and i am excited about some of these other characters eternals and so forth that it may be coming but i just i i've i've really enjoyed it and maybe it's just because i'm a big marvel geek I I think I think all of us playing this game are big Marvel geeks. <laughs> 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 all
0: right but uh, yes I, I i like i like the what if I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to all of them and i think and i've said this uh, uh previously i think having the real v- actors do the voices lends a lot of weight to this all right so let's talk about shang chi you have not heard this so i guess it's not possible to do spoilers i did see it so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you do most of the talking here how excited for this movie are you and uh have you seen any of the trailers or have you kind of avoided these
1: I have seen some of the trailers. I don't know if I've seen them all. I, and I got to tell you, Valley, my opinion of this movie's changed. In other words, if you asked me a month ago, you're like, are you excited about Shang-Chi? I, I would have be been like, eh, I'm going to go see it. Just like I went and saw Black Widow. Yeah. But I'm not like itching to see it. It's more like I watch all all the MCU movies. So I'll watch this one too. Yeah and like the reviews everything i hear is like everyone loves it it's the best one in the entire series and everyone's raving about it and so it's made me really excited to see it uh instead of waiting i was like "Yeah, hey, i'll just wait till things die down there's fewer people in the theater yeah. uh more social distancing and now i'm like hmm i need to make a out some time tomorrow to see this movie gotta get a and can't,
0: can't be caught up with a cultural phenomenon that is shang chi i mean this is yeah. this is like setting pandemic Post-pandemic records in the the box office for what uh, they're doing. So yeah, and and I haven't seen very many negative reviews since the movie came out. I've seen a lot of preemptive reviews that had some negativity in it, like oh Disney's not gonna not, Disney dropping this, not putting it a lot behind us. But yeah, since the movie came out, since the numbers came in, all that went away, and just uh, I, I've heard nothing but positivity about it. I enjoyed it myself. Like I said, I don't want to talk too much about it other than. It was good. It was. It's a good family movie. I, I think there's a few PG thirteen parts in there in case you guys have little kids. Uh, but but the, the the majority of the movie is very family friendly. So I, I like it. And um, I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say without giving spoilers. So um, any well, any final uh, thoughts on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, (laughs) sorry about that, man. I, I If uh, only I knew. Um, But no, I will just say I'm excited about it. And one thing that's cool, and I don't know if you feel this way, Valley, is it was kind of lame that I was watching Black Widow or whatever it was a couple months ago, and I was seeing all these characters that I had been playing with in Marvel Strike Force for a Mm -hmm. year. And it's really cool that now we have the Shang-Chi event. Now we're getting Shang-Chi as a character I've been like, introduced to this character and I'm going to get to see the movie right at the same time so I'm glad about that we're finally back in sync after the pandemic yeah it's well, normal. Not after it's still on but you know what I mean New get, normal
0: you get to play a Shang-Chi event while the Shang-Chi movie is still in theaters that's so cool
1: <laughs> yeah I mean no, we still have a pandemic I'm not t- so I don't get hate mail here I understand that but you know what yeah. I'm saying we've we've adjusted
0: no, I, th- I think all of us would just want to be back to normal man I don't think of us like oh let's stay in this so yeah No doubt. Um, brother, it is always a pleasure talking to you. I I wish we could have the time to do this more, but uh any any final thoughts uh before we go?
1: Uh let's let's hope that weapon axe is actually gonna be worth investing in. I'm looking forward to finally using my Wolverine. I, I, don't like, know about you. I like that. Yes,
0: and and this costume looks pretty cool for Wolverine, and I hopefully, I hope, I hope he's getting a better rework than was mentioned on the live stream by Cerebro. All right, no uh, like I said, it has been a pleasure. Any anything else that you have going on that you want to promote? Any uh, any any shameless promotion you guys want to get out there?
1: Huh. Well, I uh, I uh, I am going to be testing uh, Cloak and Dagger DD four as soon as they come out. Uh, And in the meantime, I will be, I'm going to be doing uh, a a series talking about what players should be investing in if they're entering Doom Raid now, if they're entering Dark Dimensions now. So I'm going to be doing that uh, in the upcoming week
0: nice nice so links links to your channel links to your twitch channel and any we mentioned like i said we mentioned a lot of videos so if there's any particular videos you want to send me to put in the links uh those will be down there as well so check check him out guys thank you guys for watching i will see you guys next time we stream every weekday morning on twitch valley flying 76 uh check out my other channel on youtube it's also called valley flying 76 where we cover marvel future revolution and yes I will see you guys later. Have a great rest of your day, Philosopher. It has been a pleasure. Give me that hulk, Fizbin, before you go. Oh yeah. Philosopher and Valley Flying. Okay.